Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is Coach Mark in Manila here from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. As you know, if you've been following my podcast, thank you very much for doing so, by the way. And please feel free to keep spreading the word to as many people as you know. Um, at the moment, I am doing a mini-series here online about how to cope with a career crisis or crossroads. And many of you, sadly, are facing redundancies, layoff, uh, reduction in your working time hours, and it is having an impact on you. So let's talk about all of the things you need to know to either re-shift your focus um, also to relocate yourself to another country or another job or negotiate perhaps a good pay package increase with your current company or perhaps a good one with a recruitment company. So let's talk about um, how to negotiate your salary. Remember what I say, make these sessions, if you're using English as a second language, your active coaching session as well. Okay, so listen to the vocabs I'm using, the types of phrasing and linking words I'm using, and then practice putting them into action after the session to paraphrase and summarize what you've heard and use them during your day. Also, when you're listening to recruiters, right? Okay, use them with recruiters, with uh, potential employers, and let's see how you do. So let's look at it this way. Um, employers never make their best offer. First, it's just not the way it goes, all right? And candidates who uh, negotiate the salary generally earn more than those who don't. This is very important to know, okay? So very often, people who at least attempt to ask for a much higher salary are perceived more positively, since, let's face it, they're demonstrating skills that you are hopefully being hired for. They want assertiveness, they want the ability to negotiate, to generally be more confident about themselves, and let's face it, if you are being uh, put into any kind of sales or customer service or marketing role, we do want somebody who can do that and step up, not just accept the first thing that people say. Okay. So the first thing to do, how on earth do you negotiate a salary? Because most of us get uncomfortable talking about salaries and money. Okay. But it's important, never more so these days than at the moment in the economic crisis. Do your research, right? So find out what the market rates are for the job you're, you're looking for, they're hiring for. Salary surveys are easily found online and a recruitment agency, they, they should be able to advise you on the salary range for the position. But again, if they're vague, try to pin them down. Also think about what you want from the job, okay? both in respects of the job itself and how much you're going to get. And also, um, what are the potentials for you? Is it a long term or short term of position? Because why I say this is important. If you know that, as I said in another podcast, you're going to potentially be going into a job that hmm, might not have much market livability, meaning it's only a short term thing. And then once the product is developed or if it doesn't succeed, you'll be let go. You might want to take a higher salary to take this job because it's almost like a safeguard or a bit of a insurance policy. Right. Um, so that's important for you to think about building some extra money in case you think you might be laid off sooner rather than later if this project doesn't get off the ground or if they don't gain as much traction as they hoped, right? Um, also, if you do this, it helps you appear more self-assured and it just enables you to confidently negotiate if you thought about it and practiced it in advance. If you don't know how to do this, have a practice session with me and we can practice your negotiation skills as much as you like until you're really confident and get you the best pay package that you can get. Next thing to know is don't talk about that too soon. Right. OK, so you should never, ever, ever talk about salary in the first interview. Um, of course, we want to earn more when we change jobs. 
But nobody wants to hire somebody whose only motivation for changing jobs is to get a higher salary. Okay, that's really, really important. Um, how you answer the question of what salary are you looking for depends on a lot of things. So your homework is where this starts, right? If you know the market rates for the type of position you're, you're uh, interviewing for, okay, then it's really important you give a range rather than a specific number, okay? Because you don't want to give a salary that's lower than the employer's looking to pay, and you don't want to price yourself out of the market either. So if you emphasize that you are really, first and foremost, looking to find the right job for you and salary isn't your main consideration, that will take you a long way, okay? That's going to get you some good marks and brownie points, we call them, all right? Um, now, when you think about it, it's true that it's easier in some industries than others to negotiate, right? However, um, from past experience and, of course, working with a lot of clients um, over the last, say, 18 months, salary scales in the public sector tend to be fixed, right? So that's different in government sectors. When I said I work for an interim management company, they are fixed. There isn't much room for negotiation. Um, so this is important. You've got to take that into account. Um, if somebody is looking at you from a recruiter's point of view, they will take into account usually your current salary. Okay, and then the company's salary range for that position, the market rates, and also what other team members are earning, and then make you an offer based upon that. Okay, if you've been selected as a candidate a company wants to hire, and you have some highly sought after skills and experience, then I would say you're in a much better, far stronger position to negotiate. Okay, because you are kind of seen as slightly more unique, shall we say, and you are worth it. So you've got to know what you're worth and don't be afraid to ask for it. Okay, nobody loses a job offer because they ask for something at the end of the day. Um, you can have a job offer called away because of the way that you ask, though. So this is really important. Let's say this again. No one loses a job offer because they ask for something, but you can have it removed because of the way that you ask it. So it's very important. It's not just what you say, it's how you say it. Um, and again, this could be very important if you're using English as your second language. It comes down to intonation and understanding very native patterns. If you're worried about this, grab a session with me and we can show you exactly how this works. And then you can confidently do it yourself. Okay? Um, it's important that you request a rough average salary range. Avoid giving a specific number, as I've said, until the employer is ready to make an offer. And always be enthusiastic, professional, and you know, respectful during those negotiations. It's important that you communicate to your prospective um, employer that, you know, through your tone of voice and the way that you're carrying yourself, that your goal is to find a win-win solution. If you appear to be too pushy or a little bit stubborn, um, the employer gets the impression you're not interested in the job and may withdraw it. Okay. Um, if they also feel that you're only interested in money, they may withdraw it too. So it's important to find that sweet spot. Keep selling yourself. So as you're going through that interviewing and negotiating process, remind them every single time you interact with them how they're going to benefit from your skill and experience. So if they say wanted to offer you, I don't know, say $50,000 or something, and you're looking for a minimum of, say, I don't know, uh, 59 or something, I don't know, 55 base salary, explain how they benefit by increasing your compensation package. So you could say something like, whilst I appreciate that you've got a tight budget here, um, however, I believe that, you know, um, the customer service skills and the marketing that I bring to this position 
um, and will enhance the department will mean you won't have to hire outside contractors to produce all of these uh, newsletters, the websites and the other publications. That in itself should save you more than $5,000 a year. Okay, so justify every additional dollar or benefit you request. Remember to do so by focusing on the employer's needs, not yours. This is the big mistake that many of you make when you do interview coaching. You're thinking about what you want, not what is going to benefit the employer. All right. So remember to think about it from their point of view. How are you going to actually make it worth their while? So when people speak to me about coaching and pricing, um, and I say, yeah, I might not be the cheapest, but I'm probably the best. And I can I can confidently say that. That's not really arrogant or whatever, but I can bring to you a wealth of things that are going to, like I've just said, I can give you the coaching, the top tips, how to say, you know what to say, use the right words to get that psychological advantage. It's not just about English coaching at all, right? Okay. And that justifies my price point, because if that's going to help you get a job, it's going to make you safe, I don't know, whatever. 10,000, 13,000, whatever more a year, then you've more, more than saved that, okay, um, by investing in a few coaching sessions with myself. So at the end of the day, it's worth it, okay, it's absolutely worth it. Also, the other thing you can do <coughs> here um, is to tell them you're interviewing for other jobs. And you might want to tell employers about the offer that you've received, okay, so this helps um, to speed up the interview process. If they know you've got other offers and you're attractive to them, then they probably were like, okay, hang on a minute, this person's in demand and we should be negotiating a higher salary to get them quick before they get snapped up and off the market, right? Okay. Um, also, it's really important that um, the requests are reasonable. Again, in line with current marketplace, do not ask for something that is absolutely scandalous. Okay, because really and truly, I mean, there was um, one client I was approached with, shall we say, um, wanted to negotiate a salary of virtually nearly twice, okay, um, what his level was, for example, what everybody else's level were able to offer. Um, and he priced himself out with this really unreasonable demand, really. So that was a great shame. He couldn't see that this was just, it was jumping too far, okay. Um, so really, if the salary offer is below market value, you might want to suggest to the company clearly that they pay a higher rate. Okay. So how can you politely do that? Well, if they offer you something very low, you could just say, wow. Okay. Well, you know, all the research that I've carried out shows that the current rate for this type of position is about 5,000 higher than, than your offer. Um, I, you know, I'd really love to work for you and your company, and I believe I can add a lot of value. Um, however, I can't justify doing so from less than market value. Um, perhaps if you reevaluate the position and think about the importance to the bottom line of the company, you may find it's worth paying that market price um, to get someone who can make an extremely fast impact in your company. So you can say it like that in a very polite and respectful way or something along those lines remember negotiate extras and get really really clever about this so if they can't offer you the salary you want there might be other valuable options that don't cost money as such so you can negotiate extra holiday days right okay so if say for example there are certain conditions that you've got to work for a period of time before you receive paid holidays ask if you can waive that all right waiving it 
W-A-I-V-E, not as in waving goodbye or hello. Waving it means, yeah, getting rid of that, scrapping that, saying that you've got an exception, an exemption from needing to fulfill that criteria first. Um, also, perhaps ask for yearly salary reviews or six-month review, or maybe ask for a sign-on performance bonus, something like that. You can get quite creative on these, which might just justify and top up taking a slightly lower pay. Okay, be confident. So your speech pattern and body language are important. It's important when you make a salary or negotiation um, request that you don't go on and on and on, stating over and over again what's justified. You just want to make it short, sweet, to the point, a simple explanation of why, then shut up and see what they say. Um, it's very smart to ask for a few benefits or perks you don't want badly. Okay, so you can do it like this and then give in and agree to take the job without those added benefits if the employer meets all of your other requests. So that's another one. So you could throw in some things that you're really not bothered about and then, you know, say, well, okay, if they if they do all these other things, I'll, I'll give up this one and this one and this one, okay? And you haven't given up anything, but it appears to be. It's just, again, psychology of how this one works. Um, also, um, both parties in a negotiation should come away feeling they've won. If they don't, and this happens in any negotiation, including divorce settlements or, I don't know, uh, maybe with your partner if you're trying to work out who does what of the household chores. It's important that you get a feeling that both people have won. If somebody feels that they have lost far more than the other one's gained, it's not going to work out well. It's going to leave some bad blood, and that's not good. Um, ultimately, it's important when you're dealing with salary negotiations, you want employees to have good feelings about the price paid for your services so that the, the working relationship is on a positive note. Okay, it starts off well. Um, you don't want them to feel like they've been swizzed or they've been conned out or something or whatever, because that's just not going to get things going in the right in the right way, is it? Okay, so definitely consider all of these. I hope this has been helpful for you. Keep checking out the other podcasts in this series. If it has helped you, please consider spreading the word. Tweet me out there, get me out on social media, let other people know that this has been helpful and that right now they can listen to these episodes too. Because remember, you are building your responsibilities yourself and connections. And when you do that, when you suggest that other people, other professionals might want to listen to this really helpful podcast, you are setting yourself up as somebody who is a very helpful person. And that's going to help you build lots of business connections. You're also going to get lots of credibility and can show that you know what you're talking about yourself. So don't hesitate to mention me. Give me a bit of a thumbs up somewhere. Also, please consider sponsoring a segment if you can. Um, I know that money is tight at the moment, but 99 cents a month if you sponsor on Spotify could greatly make a difference to me keeping these podcasts going. So stay safe. I'll see you soon. Good luck. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you have enjoyed it, please feel free to sponsor a segment. If you're listening on Spotify, you can simply go to sponsor this podcast and you will be able to sponsor me for as little as just 99 cents a month, which is highly affordable and also gratefully appreciated. If you prefer to do something one-off, then you can just simply buy me a cup of coffee. Again, details are in the show notes below each program and you can click there and pay securely via Stripe. And again, this enables me to continue 
continue providing these podcasts totally free of charge for you all here. So even if you can't afford high-level coaching, I'm sure that every now and again you might want to sponsor me to enable this podcast to keep running for as long as possible for you. Thank you in advance for everything you can do to help keep me keeping these going for you. And of course, you can just simply help me by spreading the word about the podcast Put me on your social media, everywhere that you go, tweet about me, blog about me, whatever you'd like to do about me, as long as it's beneficial and it's polite, okay? I welcome all of that, but please just circulate the information far and wide. Our job here in the Coach Mark Manila family is to get this information into the hands of the people like you who really need this and deserve to get this at a really free price. Take care. I'll see you soon.